have to tell you that the path to building a business is treacherous. It's tough to come out of your shell and open up yourself to rejection, to criticism, to disconnection. I'm Jill Wright, Life, Money, and Connection Coach, and welcome to Connect the Dots, a podcast that helps you connect to profit with a purpose. I am known in many places as a money mindset coach and an expert in detecting scarcity thinking. Scarcity thinking in a nutshell is focusing on what you don't have, what you won't get, or what you'll lose. It's focusing on what you're not doing, what's not working, or what you can't do. But here's what I know for sure. You don't lack knowledge, expertise, or experience. You don't lack time, money, or energy. You don't lack focus, discipline, purpose or potential. You don't lack direction, creativity. You lack nothing but connection to any of these. On Connect the Dots podcast, we'll explore all aspects of your life and business. Because what I learned is that every problem I coach on comes down to connection. I'm so excited to share this journey with you. Let's take the first step toward connecting you with yourself, your message, your people, and your purpose so that you can connect the dots on your path to fulfilling your mission in the world. So let's connect the dots. Hello, and welcome back to Connect the Dots. I'm Jill Wright, your connection coach. We have been on a couple of little road trips uh, the last couple of months, um, which is unusual for us because we typically don't travel that much. We have had a dog, you've heard me talk about him, um, Buster, and he's kind of a a different sort of dog. He has a lot of anxiety and so we've never boarded him. And it was, it was kind of difficult to always, you know, not everywhere can we take him with us. So, uh, we just haven't traveled that much in the last, um, several years, or at least not together, me and my husband, I've, I've traveled some. So it was nice to go on these little road trips and, um, and it it really was so much fun watching and noticing and seeing all of the things that I learned on these road trips that apply to my life and apply to my business. And on one of these trips, we went to the local vineyard where we were. And this just so happens to be near where my husband grew up. So we visit there several times a year. And he had gotten a membership at this local vineyard. And then so whenever we go out there, we just pick up our club order And typically we'll stay and hang out at the vineyard for a while because you can drink wine and they have like little um, charcuterie boards and things like that. And it's just a really, it's out in the country. So it's just someplace really nice when the weather's nice to sit up on the balcony, drink a little bit of wine and have a few snacks and just hang out. And so we were doing this and we're sitting up on the second floor balcony overlooking the hills of vines in this vineyard. The weather was beautiful, springtime, sunny, beautiful, not too humid, not too hot. And as we were sitting there, we noticed 
out of the corner of our eye um, some things that caught our attention. And so we looked and this porch, this balcony had like columns along the front of it with a railing and a bird. And I think it was a mockingbird had built, had started to build a nest up on top of one of the columns on the other side of the porch, um, opposite from where we were. And every time, uh, she was, she was in the process of building this nest. So she kept bringing things and these were mostly sticks that she was bringing. She would go find a stick and she would bring it back and she would add it to the nest. But the problem was every time she flew up to add the stick to the nest, she would inadvertently knock one or two of the sticks or four or five <laughs> that she had already added to the nest out onto the floor. So it was like she would bring one stick and knock down three or four sticks. So she was not gaining any progress that I could see. And I thought to myself, I see you. (laughs) I know exactly how it feels to work and work and work and feel like you're not getting anywhere and not understand why. Because I was thinking, she, she probably doesn't even know that she's knocking these other sticks out of the nest every time she adds one, you know, cause it was a little bit of, sp- it was a little space. And so there was not like a, a clean way in and a clean way out. She had to kind of step over sticks to, uh, get into the nest and add the other stick. And so it's a little bit unwieldy. <laughs> and then the sticks she was bringing in were like three times as long as her. And so she was, you know, just dragging the other sticks along with it. It was, it was funny, but it was not funny because I've been there. And I thought to myself, I know exactly what that feels like. It's frustrating to keep working and working and working and not getting anywhere and not feel like you're making any progress. And, um, not only did she not probably understand that's just me guessing or see that she was knocking this stuff out of the nest as she was trying to add more. I mean, it really wouldn't matter if she could see it because I don't think that she could help it based on her circumstances. She's a bird. She has certain capabilities. She's chosen to build a nest there. She's getting sticks that are larger than she can manage and kind of hard to maneuver. So I'm not sure that she could have done anything about it. Um, but then I thought, but isn't it amazing that she just keeps working at it? And I know that eventually she will have built a nest in spite of these, uh, the backsliding, right? One stick in, three sticks out. One stick in, one stick out. (laughs) Um, So isn't it amazing that she just kept going? And isn't it amazing that she did not sign up for a course on nest building? All that knowledge is hard-coded in her, in that bird. She was born that way. And if a bird has that much knowledge, how much we, how much knowledge do we have? If a bird can live and build a nest from scratch, what are we capable of? And so that I wanted to do an episode on this idea 
that we can get everything we need from our own life, from our own hard coding, from our own instincts and capabilities and natural gifts and everything we're born with. Not only that, but all of the experience and the knowledge and the wisdom and the insight that we've already gained up until this point in our life. Yes, they tell you to meet yourself where you are. And a lot of times, most of the time, we say that from a place of, oh, we know that you're not where you want to be yet. And instead of thinking negatively about that, just meet yourself where you are. Meet yourself in that deficiency is really what we're saying. But we can also meet ourselves in our sufficiency, in our capability, in the wisdom that we already possess. And then we can live in a way where we use that wisdom to gain even more wisdom and to gain even more capabilities because we're out there doing things that strengthen those strengths that um, have an impact because of those natural gifts that give us rewards that are internal and that are also external. And so that's what I wanted to talk about to just maybe just as it, as it served for me as a reminder of how much I'm already capable of to serve as a reminder for you of how much you're already capable of, how much you already know, how much wisdom and, and knowledge is already hard coded in your DNA from the time you were born, just like that bird. And how much determination you have, just like that bird. And just to challenge you to start noticing the things in your life that you can learn from. Your own life is your best teacher. And that is really what I learned from this little mini road trip. Now, that was a story about the bird building a nest. and But I had other things that I learned on that trip, I learned (laughs) um, that any experience can be your teacher if you're looking to learn something. And so looking at your own life is free information. Um, When I was on that trip, I noticed that I can work productively in very small pockets of time, but only on tasks that didn't require what I call heavy lifting, which really means creating things from scratch, things that require very focused thinking. And I wanted to decide the time pockets when I wanted to be productive because what I was doing was I was just picking general time frames based on the tasks that I had in front of me. So in other words, um, if we were going to drive between one place and another, because we, we, what we did was we went, we drove to some place that was about five hours away. We stayed a couple days and then we drove to another place that was about five hours away, stayed a couple days. Then we drove to another place that was about three hours away, stayed a couple days. 
then drove back to the second place and then drove home. So I was thinking, well, I will just work while my husband's driving. That's sounds perfect. But I didn't really decide um, when I wanted to be productive. And I didn't really decide the specific tasks to do during that time. And so that's what I had wished. That's what I learned was I wish that I had done that in advance because it would have made me more productive and it would have made me more present during the other times when I wasn't being productive. And I noticed, I mean, I've noticed this pattern in my life and in my business before, um, but this was kind of a new little nuance or a new little perspective or a new little angle that I was seeing this from. And so I wanted to be productive. So I wanted to choose specific tasks that are easy for me or feel easy for me to accomplish in a shorter amount of time and with less focus. So that's another lesson I learned from my life, right? Just from looking at my life and just noticing what I was struggling with, what I was resisting, what I was, um, what felt easy, what didn't feel easy, all of those types of things you can notice from your life and you can learn from them. So, and the other thing that I noticed was that during times like this, during times when I'm traveling, I don't want to have to make any decisions that are not simple and easy, if I can help it. Now, there's sometimes things come up that you're going to have to make more difficult decisions, and there are decisions that have a particular time frame. So, but if I have a choice, I will make any more difficult, more or decisions that are not simple and easy before I leave or when I get home to the extent that I can control that, obviously. So, um, so I noticed while I was on the road trip that the things that felt like they required a little bit more focus for me. Now, this may not be the same for everybody. Some things feel easier for some people than they feel for others based on your strengths and your gifts. Uh, but these are the things that felt like they would require more focus or required more focus, how I will sell, what I would will sell. Um, because in case you haven't picked up on it, I've sort of changed my focus of my coaching a little bit, really the, just the lens that I'm looking through and have also uh, changed my offers. And so I keep thinking through these things to just hone these ideas, these offers in my head so that I can talk about them because, um, you know, from a place of abundance and from clarity, right, on my part. Because if I'm not clear about it in my mind, then the people hearing it are probably not going to be clear either, right? Because that's not going to come across most likely. So, and also whatever requires thinking through with a quiet space and a quiet mind where I have time and space to go into myself where my answers lie, because that's something that I've noticed in my life is that if I have something that requires a little bit more thought, requires a little bit more strategy, 
requires a little bit more, um, or more decisions on my part, then I have to have the time and space to go into that part of myself where I will find those answers. And when I don't give myself that time, then it just gets me stuck. And so I know that self, I know that for myself. And so that's what I give my pers- myself permission to do whenever I have those types of things that I need to go through, that I need to think through, that I need to get the answers for. Also, organizing and planning. For me, that takes a very, very quiet brain and a very quiet space. Well, so traveling is probably not normally the best place for me to do those types of activities. And then planning out launches or preparing for launches, that is also something that for me, again, everybody's a little bit different, that requires a different level of focus for me. So that requires a a dedicated space in my home where I go to do things like that because it allows me to go deep inside myself and to figure out those answers and to bring uh, to light the creativity that is required to do those types of activities. So, you know, but there are things that I can do that might not require as deep a focus, like creating graphics, especially when they're from thoughts, concepts, ideas, or messaging that I've already thought through or captured. And so I keep, I use Evernote. And so I keep a notebook for those things that I come across that I think, oh my gosh, that's brilliant. Now, I don't always write every single thing down because I'm not always in a place that is conducive to that. But I do have a lot of content already captured. And if I've already mostly thought through that concept or idea and written it down, then it really doesn't require a lot of focus to create content from it. Um, you know, podcast sound bites, quotes, the podcast is already created. I am just pulling out things that sound fun, interesting, um, insightful, wise, that I feel uh, are any of those things, um, or maybe educational or inspirational, and then just putting it into, again, a graphic or uh, a piece of content. So that doesn't require a lot of focus. So those are the kinds of things that I can do when I'm on a road trip. So I'm just using these as examples for ways that I learn from living my life. So, and I wanted to share that because I I don't think that we always um, remain aware or cognizant of the tremendous abundance that we already have access to in our lives to build our business. And, and our life is so rich in experience and wisdom and insight that you should be looking to your life to build your business. You should be the person that lives your life and be that same person that builds your business because that's where the magic is. So 
That's what I wanted to share this week. I hope that this triggered something for you that will help you. Maybe, you know, as you're starting the summer, maybe you have some road trips, maybe you have some travel planned, and maybe the this is something that can help you give yourself permission to be present in, in and enjoy that part of your life while also noticing the parts of your life that can um, feed or fuel the parts of your business that you want to grow. So until next week, just enjoy and your own life. Let it be your own best teacher. What is one simple thing that you're going to take away and do as a result of listening to this episode? I would love to hear all about that. So just shoot me a DM or an email, jill at jillvarnetcoaching.com. And I will see you on the next episode of Connect the Dots. Connect the Dots.